This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Science Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that we started yesterday. And that theme could be best described by reading a verse from John six sixty three, as we did yesterday. These are the words of Jesus. It is the Spirit who gives life, L-I-F-E. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. We're talking this week about the necessity of having both the Word of God and the Spirit of God. If we don't have the Spirit of God, the the power of the word does not come to us. So we must be filled with the Holy Spirit because we said yesterday that every word in the Bible was inspired by God. It says that in 2 Timothy 3.16. It says all scripture, all the word of God is given by inspiration of God. And that word inspiration is made up of two words, theo, which means God, and paneo, which, which means breathe. So as God breathed on the word of God, it's the spirit of God breathing on the word. So if that's that's the inspiration of the written word, we need that same kind of inspiration to understand that word. It would be spirit to spirit. And that's powerful, Junie. Yes, and we can ask the Lord to breathe on us, to give us understanding as we read his word. And it tells us in the Word that the Holy Spirit is our only teacher. That's right. I want to go back also. We read yesterday 1 Corinthians chapter 6, because it's really important, Junie. Um, In chapter 2, I'm sorry, chapter 2 in 1 Corinthians, as soon as I get it, uh, it shows the difference between receiving things in the natural or things received in the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 2, beginning at verse 10. For to us God revealed them through the Spirit, talking about the Word, for the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the Spirit of the man, which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, 
but in those taught by the Spirit. Again, we need the Spirit of God to teach us the Word of God. And it combines spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. But a, a natural man, a man who is not born again with the Spirit, a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. And he cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised. But who he who is spiritual appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no man. So it's so clear, June, that without the Spirit of God, the Word really doesn't have the, the power, and the, we don't understand the significance of it. And God promised when he said the Spirit is going to come before he was uh, exalted back to God, he said, I will send the one I promised to teach you all things. The spirit of truth. The spirit of truth, right. So back to John 6.63. We're going to repeat it over and over this week. It is the spirit that gives life, L-I-F-E. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. I want to turn to... Um, um, I can't, Matt, where is it? I, it was Matthew chapter 10. Give me a moment to find it. Chapter 10. Um, hold on. He was talking to his people who were going to go out. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the courts and scourge you in their synagogues. And you shall even be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, do not become anxious about how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given to you in that hour that what you speak. For it is not, listen to this verse, verse 20, for it is not you who speak, but it is the spirit of your father who speaks in you. Junie, how can we just go out on our own without the spirit of God encouraging us and teaching us it's through the spirit of god that we receive the word and most importantly it's just in the spirit of god that we speak the word and we live the word shelley yes that's the whole point of seeing the word and the spirit because yeshua the lord is the word made flesh and after his crucifixion he sent to those who were his apostles the spirit of truth that changed their life and changed the world. Twelve men turned the world upside down because they lived, moved, and their being was in the spirit of God. So every day, Shelley, if we're living for the Lord, and we're living in his word, by his word, and through his word. That gives us new life, and it gives everyone who knows us, or who meets us, or who sees us, new life, whether we see it with Jesus. our eyes yes, or not, because the Holy Spirit, through the resurrected life of our Messiah, lives in us yes, and lives in every listener who is born again. And if you're not born again, you can ask Jesus, Yeshua, 
into your heart. You can ask him to forgive you for wrong choices and your sins. Ask him to cleanse you with the power of his blood and give you a new life and live that life. Yes, Lord. Go and purchase a Bible and begin to read and ask the Lord to teach you his word and give you understanding through the power of his Holy Spirit. And you will be on an adventure for him. Yes, Lord, let it be. So these were the instructions that Jesus gave to his disciples. They were zealous And yet their zeal was for their human interpretation of the word of God. They studied and accepted scripture in the light of and in the power of their own human understanding and not in the light and power of God's spirit. Of course, this was before Jesus ascended back to heaven and he sent the Holy Spirit later. So when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, They were equipped to speak the word by the Spirit of God. And when Shelley talks about the word, that's the whole Old Testament, because the New Testament wasn't written yet. That's right. And these men on um, Shavuot, on Pentecost, were called by Jesus to go to the upper room and wait until he filled them with power from on high. And so Pentecost was when the 120 men and women waited and the Holy Spirit came and baptized them in fire and with the Holy Spirit. And they changed, it changed their lives, Shelley. They became single-minded and single-hearted and they went to the the Jews, and then they were sent to the Gentiles through Apostle Paul, Paul, who was Rabbi Saul. And the gospel was shared throughout the whole Middle yes, East. Lord. Thank you. And Lord. now it's being shared throughout the entire world. So there's no tongue or kindred that hasn't yet heard. The word of God. Really? Uh, just to And the name mm-hmm. of Jesus. Really. In Ephesians chapter 1, Paul prayed a great prayer, and it's worth repeating to all of us now. For this reason, I too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus, which exists among you and your love for the saints. He's speaking to the church at Ephesus. I do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. Again, it is so essential to receive the word by the Spirit, and for those who are called to minister the word, it's, it's a dead work to speak the word without the Spirit, which gives life. It's the Spirit of the Lord in us, that gives power to the word of God. And we really need to live it, as you said, Junie, not just hear it and say amen. And that's the difference. You know, uh, going to church doesn't make one a believer, although you should go to church. And 
The same thing with reading the Bible or prayer. It's not to say a prayer, but we should live our life as a prayer to God. Amen, yes. And that's how the Spirit gives life. So there are different doctrines in different denominations. And if we're in one or another denomination, without really asking the Lord for his life and his spirit to give us understanding, the body of Christ is divided. But when the Lord gives understanding, we become one and the power of God moves within his body, his uh, church, the living church yes, throughout Lord. the whole world. And the word of God says, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Yes. So we need to live by faith because it looks like the devil is prevailing, really? but God will prevail. Father, we pray that every one of our listeners will cry out for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Yes, Lord. That combined with the word will bring such life to every soul. Yes, and Lord. they will be able to speak the word to others who need to hear it by the power of the Holy Spirit. Grant it, we Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.